Fishing like a local isn't just about catching fish. It's about connecting with the environment and the people who call it home. It's about hearing the stories and traditions that have been passed down for generations and sharing unforgettable moments with the people you meet along the way. Fishing like a local is having an experience that stays with you forever. And with Fishing Booker, you can experience it too, no matter where you are. Discover your next adventure on Fishing Booker. This upcoming concert season will be all about the boots, and Tecovis is your stop for the best in Western style. Tecovis has seasonal and limited edition offerings this spring and summer, including men's and women's boots, apparel, hats, bags, and more. All Tecovis boots are made by hand in a time-honored tradition with timeless styles that are always on trend. And Tecovis has first wear comfort with little to no break-in period. It's hard to find this level of comfort paired with this level of style. Stop by your local Tacova store, have a complimentary drink or two, that's WCB style, and shop new styles. The smell of fresh leather and friendly staff are at your service. Many stores even have leather custom branding to make your boots truly personalized. And with regular live music and events, there's no in-store experience like it. If you can't make it into a store, just visit tecovas.com. That's T-E-C-O-V-A-S.com. They offer free shipping on all boots, as well as free returns and exchanges, and ship right to your door. Go to tecovis.com and find your new favorite pair of boots today. So there's a reason why I started Blood Origins. And that reason is simple. Is that I wanted to convey the truth about hunting. It brings awareness to to non-hunters that it's it's more than just killing animals. How do I start it? Brittany. My name. My name. Is, <laughs> does my hair look okay? It's fantastic. My name is Mike Axelrod. Start again. Yeah, I hated it too. Braxton, <laughs> you said something in the car to me. You said that you were living on borrowed time. Hmm. There's a perception around who hunters are, what we're supposed to be, and a a feminist that works for a non-profit that is a hunter that has only eaten wild game for the last 20 years is likely not the thing that people think about when it comes to a hunter. So this is the thing. We, we, we do a podcast about how this incredible um, issue in Finland is going to be resolved because you guys have permits. To manage wolves. Exactly. And 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 almost six hours later <laughs> something like that. Yeah. After recording the first podcast, you send me an article to say that all of the permits have been rescinded. Yeah, that's right. That's the, that's and the, so there is no more wolf management in Finland. So this is the follow up uh, to that podcast, which is holy shit, Alexi, what is going on in Finland? And what is the solution? Uh, I have Welcome those. back, by the way, Lexi Lumna. Thank you for having me. Again. Podcast. Uh, I have those same exact questions in my mind, and I'm not quite sure if I can like straight up answer them right right away. But yeah, that's the situation. Like, All right, so let's let's back up a little bit and let's get some context again. Mm-hmm. What what did we discuss the last podcast? Like, where were we, and where are we right now? Yeah, exactly. Okay, the long story short is that the, the Ministry of Agriculture and Forestry, which is the ministry responsible for uh, wildlife management in Finland. They know that people are on their limits with 
with Wood. They like been following the situation, and there's been quite a lot of political pressure to to allow permit hunting for for wolves. They and these are just people in the in the rural landscapes yeah, that are feeling mostly, the pressure mostly. of wolves coming into their yards, feeling unsafe, taking yeah. dogs, that kind of stuff. Yeah, exactly. The farm animals are in danger and all that. So the so the pressure on them has been quite quite uh, high. It, it's fair to say that like it's not like everyone in the countryside would be in agreement that the wolves, wolves must be hunted, but but the like majority of the pressure does come from the hunt uh, countryside anyway. But the uh, permits were uh, then allowed. They like figured out a way on how to, uh, or tried to figure out a way on how to give those permits so that they would be in accordance with the EU legislation. There's like EU directive that requires that wolves are protected in a, a certain way in Finland. And there must be good reasons from from like uh, going away from this strategy or or like allowing hunting. They decided to to allow eighteen permits, like eighteen wolves, to be called. But right. all of those permits, there was like, there were like four batches of all of that. They they were directed to four uh, groups of wolves, and all of those four permits, the groups of group permits, were then overturned or not not exactly overturned. They just like there was a ban on their enforcement so that you can't put them in place until they uh, investigate whether this uh, decision was uh, lawful or not. And that means that... Who, those did, the, who did the banning? EU or... No, no that's the, uh, the court in Finland, basically the the one supervising the, the government, like supervising the this part of, of government. I'm not okay. sure what the translation is, but but the, like, the court, which... Okay. Who's watching the what's in the issue, and this means that the permissions will expire during this time while they investigate this this matter whether this was the right decision or not. So, was there pressure to bring it before the courts? Did the antis bring sort of make this? Yeah, yeah, that's that's how it works. Because it didn't sound like it, right? It didn't when before we the last time we talked, mm-hmm. there was no like, hey, this is going to go forward. Mm-hmm. Um. Yeah, maybe I didn't like uh, bring that part of the issue clearly enough. Uh, but there is, of course, a po- possibility to, to appeal on these decisions, and that that was done by this, the uh, protection uh, groups that that are usually doing this. It's, there's there's a quite an interesting piece of background here, also that this has been the case with uh, this permits before. Also, like there has been a possibility to. To get a permit to to hunt wolves, which cause damages to to a certain area, and almost all, practically all of those permits before have been overturned with the same kind of appeal uh, system. It's the, the rule is. Don't that- you have a very you, you don't you have a very unique appeal system in Finland that anybody, that regardless of where you are in the country, you can appeal it, right? Like the people in Helsinki can appeal a wolf. You know, depredation permit. According to uh, the law, eight hundred eight hundred kilometers away. According to the law, you you do have to be a local actor to be able to 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 like do this kind of appeal, uh, or like I'm not sure what the word is, but to to apply for for this this mm-hmm. like overturning, the you have to be a local actor. 
but the thing is, and and all of the all of the these agencies agencies who do these appeals, they do have a local office there. But it's like debatable whether there are like local presence there. They're not publishing any any of their like membership statuses and claiming that they can't publish publish who the local actors are because they would be in threat of of like. Um, harassment from from the hunters which is not completely unfounded so if if you are a visible uh wolf protection person in countryside there is a possibility that people will like act aggressively to you there hasn't been any like that that's not a widely spread problem but it is it is possible that you will get that quite a lot of pressure if you are acting as an active wolf protection uh, person on the countryside so what what does this mean now, Alexi? Are people just going? Are people fed up? Like, what is the word on the street in Finland right now? Are they just like, well, screw you guys. We're just going to kill all the wolves. Well, that's the that's what I'm afraid of. That there would be enough criminals who would be willing to to do like take not the... even criminals, right? These are people mm. that are just looking out for themselves. Well, that's true. That's true. But according to the law, if you do, if you like kill a wolf without a permit, like there's, I understand, I see where you're coming from. And I agree, like there are people who are, want to protect themselves, but in the, like, when you look at it from the legislation point of view, like, obviously that's, that's illegal. There's no way to, there's no other way to, to, to say it. There oh, are, no, definitely mm-hmm. illegal. But, you know, have you heard of the three S's? Mm, what are you referring to? I'm not sure shoot shovel shut up right yeah 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 okay yeah sure that's the that's, that's, that's and unfortunately thing, yeah. that is a situation right yeah and even so. though it is illegal and everyone understands that it's illegal mm-hmm. um if people won't help you know unfortunately people take things into their own hands exactly yeah yeah that is that is the like danger here and it's it is it is getting bigger and bigger and the but I would say that the the general atmosphere is disappointed. I think that no one thinks that. Uh, I, I think that no one thinks that this is a great success for anyone, because the legislation mm. has proved that it's not able to to in a, in a reasonable way give help to people who who are desperate to getting help. That's that's obvious here, and there are also it's also obvious that the system is so weird and so complex and all the demands coming from outside and all that it makes it so hard to understand and no one thinks that this is a good situation so i don't think that that, that there are anyone who's who's like parting that this is the, this is a victory or this is anything else but a, but a, like a one one step back in in all of this this process and, and just from a context perspective 18 permits what was the what is the general consensus of what we think the wolf population is in finland the um Studies indicated that last spring we had uh, 280 to 340, if I'm my memory serves correct, but that's around so less than 10 percent, of course. Yeah, and, and it's it's like worth reminding, remembering that that's the situation last year, basically. So there has been the um, likely 30 percent increase in the population during that time, but we don't have the like this year's numbers, obviously, because the the studies are. Like being being done, but 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 cer- certainly it's more than that, unless mm-hmm. uh, poaching has has like gained, mm-hmm. and I don't think that it has because there was hope for mm-hmm. a legal solution for it. But now mm-hmm. that the hope for a legal solution is gone, like I don't, I, I have no idea, like what's what's going to happen. Well, is it truly gone? Because as I understood you say in the beginning, it's going through an investigative process right mm-hmm. now, right? 
for this year, like for this um, season, it's it's gone. Like it, it's not possible to get that get that resolution in time to to be able to use the permits this year. It is still a matter of debate whether that would be possible next year because the or well later this year depending on the next season anyway. The it depends on what is the level of favorable conservation that is going to be defined before this fall. That's one of the things that the EU demands. They they demand that the the country defines what is the the status or or the number which would be enough to say that this species is on a level of favorable uh, conservation. And once mm-hmm. that is done, then it is a little easier to give grounds on giving the permits. Let's say that this number would be uh, 500 wolves. It's, it's more complicated than that, but let's say that it's like 500. If we can prove that there's more than 500 wolves here, then it is possible to, to like, or it's a little bit more easy to uh, grant permits, which would prevent the like explosion growth or the the it would like make the growth a little smaller. But you think that's what the, you think that's the reason e, the EU gave you for cancelling the eighteen permits is that you don't have a big just your to, science isn't good enough or your population isn't big enough. Just to just to be specific, the the ban came from like Finnish court, not from EU court. It did, it never went that that far. It was like a Finnish gotcha. Finnish gotcha. court level who who said that this you you cannot put these um, permits into practice. So what was the reason for the from the Finnish courts then? It was exactly that. So they were like mm, it was not possible to to prove that these. The permits wouldn't endanger the level of favorable conservation, which has not been fully yet uh, defined. So, so the process is still ongoing, and that's a, that's kind of a valid criticism uh, because starting the hunt this year got criticism criticism because the this study was still unfinished. The the center who was uh, responsible for for doing this study, they were given an assignment to gave this level uh, last fall, but they weren't able to do it. They, they just gave like the like, intermediate gotcha. evaluation of that. Gotcha. Yeah. So they've actually, so I, I, I absolutely agree with you. I think that this is, yes, it's a step backwards, mm-hmm. but at the end of the day, the study is going to come full circle. The study is going to be finished yeah. and the study is going to say, okay, whether or not you have a sustainable wolf population, Mm-hmm. that would be able to sustain um, some depredation permits, because it's not sport hunting, let's be clear mm-hmm. here. Mm-hmm. This is depredation permits to help the rural communities of Finland. Yeah, that's just true. And you're absolutely correct there. I think that it's more of a, I think all of this is, is, is a matter of like strategic communication, in my opinion. Like it is true that that if 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 we could just like wait for one more year and then like get the results and then move towards a future where uh, this this kind of this kind of hunting is a must-have, we know that it, it's going to be necessary. It, it's it's absolutely impossible for for the population to grow so much that that uh, the amount of food would limit it. That's 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 like as from the societal per- perspective, that's sure. impossible. So if it would be as easy just just to wait one more year. We could like get forward from this, but the question is, have people like have they been stretched already too thin? Like, is is it 
do they or can they wait for one more year of this mm. or not? And that's the question. And if the answer is no, if there is like significant poaching this year, for example, which is like it's it is a, in the realm of possibilities, then the situation gets like it wears back in the starting point again. Again, the the population then it's too low for 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 legal hunting, and we're, we're we haven't gone anywhere. So, so it's mm-hmm. a, it's a it's a horrible situation. And it's a horrible situation for hunting in general, not just uh, for for this like wolf population, because this gives ample opportunities to to like badmouth hunting in all kinds of ways. Like they are all like bloodthirsty monsters who want nothing else than just to kill these beautiful beasts. Like that's the that's the narrative that it's very easy to push while the situation is like this. And and it's it's horrible because like as you said, it's understandable that people want to protect their, their own habitat. They want to affect. They have want to have control of where they live. But but if there are these kind of problems, then it's way too easy to paint a horrible picture of hunting in general. And that's what I'm really concerned mm-hmm. about. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Is there any communication coming out of Parliament or um, what? I know we have a Blood Origins Finland group. What is the Blood yeah. Origins Finland group saying from a discussion perspective? This is actually like like a good way to like take this this podcast too because I just wanted to bring some some light to this darkness also. That like Blood Origins Finland like as a discussion group has, has exceeded all of my like expectations on the level of discussions that we've had. Like I haven't seen anything like that in Finnish like conversation, especially in Facebook about hunting. We are starting to have there like people who don't hunt who are more on the environmentalist side. Obviously not majority of them are hunters. But the discussion has been considering the situation, it has been brilliant. Like we've been able to avoid this uh like aggressive or sentimental statements we have been looking at the situation disappointed obviously but we have been able to like find the gist of things or the find the like underlying reasons or what what is this Mm -hmm. about and the the thing that i'm most uh like hopeful about is that just i think yesterday a member from a green party wrote a blog post uh about how to find a sustainable answer to wolf politics, and the, what what was what was significant about that post was that the there was first time that I've seen some understanding of the like the the severity of the problem, and some understanding of the fact that if people uh, if every like damage based permit gets overturned, that's a huge problem. That needs to be something needs to be done there. So I'm seeing hope that that. This kind of absolutist, no wolf can be ever like hunted or shot kind of attitude. Right. There seems to be some hope that, that that can return. But the question is, uh, will that be soon enough? And will that like will we will we be able to build cooperation around that soon enough? That's the question. Or will the like poaching get rampant? That obviously no one knows. But there is some mm-hmm. some hope there, and I've been able to like build. Like really good, like surprisingly good conversations with with uh, vegan bloggers or uh, climate change activists who have encountered or have talked something about hunting, and we've been able to like find a completely new kind of connection. And this has happened in the last few months. And I'm thinking that maybe people are getting tired of all this 
like Twitter shouting and all that, like aggressive, mm. aggressive fighting. I'm, I'm, I'm like personally, I am feeling more optimist than pessimist, even though there are huge like troubles and huge dangers ahead. ahead. And it is a fact that the hunting community took a big hit with all this by communication that has been going on with hunting. But I do see a lot of hope in all this. No, that's ex- outstanding. Um, the you know the point of us building the the Blood Origins affiliate groups like you mm-hmm. in in Finland was specifically for that was yeah. for discussion purposes to create this new narrative, this opportunity for people not to fight, yeah, um, but for people to have amicable discussions back and forth. Exactly. Yeah, I don't think that there has been has been a discussion between hunters and a Green Party like politician. Like at all, basically, that hasn't happened. Mm-hmm. But we had mm-hmm. just that the politician who who wrote the article, who like was invited to the group, she accepted, and holy smokes, yeah, and she we, was in, we got, she's in the group. She's in the group, yeah, yeah. And That's we're, amazing. And we're having like the discussion is, to my eye, it's critical. Obviously, it's also like respectful. There's the people are grateful of her approach, even though there are some points in the in the writing that she took that well i think they're still a bit like they need to let's just say that they need a further investigation there were some solution suggestions which in my point of view are not realistic but the but the positive like there was something that people could could see that there's some sense in all this and that built the connection and there has been a discussion between a green party politician and hunters going on for the last few days in, in Blood Origins group. And if that's not amazing, I don't know what is. Yeah, that's that's really, really amazing. Well, Alexi, um, anything else that we need to know? I know this is going to be a short like recap, like, holy smokes, look what just happened six, mo- six yeah. hours after we spoke about the original thing. Um, <laughs> I am, uh, yeah, I'm, I'm, you know, it's, it's not, not intentional right it's we built those blood we built those affiliates we built this way that we communicate very intentionally yeah Yeah. and that's pervasive now and you can see the fruits of that labor coming in as you say in the blood origins finland yeah uh, facebook work group exactly yeah i think that that's thank you for putting this all all together since like i've strongly believed that when once people see that this exists too. It's possible. I think that people have have been like skeptical that that this kind of discussion would be would be possible at all. Now that they see that this 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 exists too, for me that this is addictive. Like this is this is much more addictive than than trying mm-hmm. to like uh, fight in in let's Twitter or or in Instagram. Well, like when I see mm-hmm. that there's a chance to actually reach out to people thinking differently and seeing that they they like, get the message and also a possibility to, to understand their point of view better. That's addictive to me. I think that no. that will draw people. It's a slow process. It's, it's not explosive because like, well, no one's, no one's enraged and therefore no explosions, but it works better. It's a, it's a long, this is a long game. This is a long game. Absolutely. Absolutely long game. And we couldn't have uh, a better person leading the pack. <laughs> Excuse the pun. Um, <laughs> In uh, in Finland and you, my friend, uh, we're grateful for you and grateful for you being a part of us. Thank you. Great, great talking to you. Keep us keep us informed, okay? On uh, I guess it's, it'll be six or seven months before yeah. we know anything new, right? 
I think that we're going to focus on on like smaller predators in between. Like that's the that's the next like next discussion point. Yeah, the next uh, raccoon dog, right? Like exactly. People yeah. understand what a raccoon dog actually is. Mm-hmm. All right, my friend. I'll let you get to uh, all the laundry that's behind your head. <laughs> Time in your life. Cheers, mate. Cheers. Well, that's it for today. I appreciate you listening, as always. Leave a review, share it with your friends, and most importantly, do what's right to convey the truth around hunting.